Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Super Self Podcast. My name is Tommy Gentleman, and yes, that is my real name. You know what? You'll get to know me as we become kind of acquaintances through this podcast, but I'm not a woo-woo type of guy. Like, I'm a realistic fella. I like to give people straight, honest advice, and I think, especially being a man in his 20s at the time recording this podcast, that somebody should stand up and set an example to people because there are so many people out there living a watered-down version of themselves, living life to conform with what and who they think they should be and not really fulfilling their potential. Now, the only person that's really suffering from that is you because you're the one who has to know deep down that you're capable of so much more, that you have one shot at this thing called life. So why not make it the best possible swing that you can possibly, possibly do. Like you can, you can take it or leave it. It's there for you. And so this is why I started the Super Self podcast. This is why you're listening to this podcast right now. And what I want to do is I want to introduce myself. I want to tell you a little bit about me and then we're going to get into the content. And today's content is all about getting started. I've got three questions lined up from Facebook. I'll talk to you about that in just a sec. So hey, let me tell you a little bit about myself and then we'll get fired into these questions. I'm gonna inspire you, I'm gonna motivate you, I'm gonna pump you up, my friend. You, I think you already know, you need to subscribe to this podcast, right? So if you just stumbled across this, then uh, I feel like it's fate. I think you should go subscribe and we should have this regular interaction and you should probably start getting involved with the conversation. I really want people listening to this to get involved with the conversation too. Ask me questions. And, you know, you can find me on my Facebook page. I will tell you the address as we get into it. So let me introduce myself. So as I said, my name is Tommy Gentleman. And yes, that is my real name. I grew up with it and it wasn't so easy as a kid with a name like that. But now I love it. And my background is in health and fitness. It's kind of all I've known since I left school and college. I got my first job, my first proper job as a gym instructor. I mean, I had a few jobs as a kid. In fact, I was a little bit of a kidrepreneur. Um, I had a paper round that I used to do every morning. I used to look after people's gardens and house sit for them when they went on holiday because I lived in quite a, quite a tight-knit community in a village. And I used to do a bit of babysitting. But I've always had the drive, always had the, the drive and the awareness to take on challenges and opportunities. And uh, as a gym instructor, I thought, this is great, but I've got my eyes set on becoming a personal trainer. I wanted an adventure, so I went to New Zealand to visit my family who owned a gym out there, and it was supposed to be a three-month trip. I ended up staying for a year and a half. I really learned how to you know, take my trade as a personal trainer, but also I learned how to be a man because at the time I went out there, I was just 19 years old. I didn't know anything. I didn't even know how to cook rice. I only knew how to spend all my money, and I didn't know how to actually uh, live as an adult human being. You know, I'd been brought up in a very comfortable, um, loving family home, and it was like all of a sudden I was on my own in the middle of, you know, the other side of the world, working for myself amongst other adults, and uh, it really was a massive, fast learning curve for me, but I loved every moment of it. Uh, Came back home, started a business, and that started as a small personal training business, which then grew into a studio, and eventually a fully-fledged gym, which is where we're at right now. I opened my gym in 2012, and as, as I'm recording this now, it's 2017. Uh, I now work here at the gym, as well as spending time with my family. I've got a young boy who's eight months old. I love him to pieces. I live at home with my wife and him, and you know, I spend my time with them. It's always family first, right? 100%. 
but I love working. I love opportunity. I love challenge. I love helping people. That's my passion. And I'm putting that passion into this podcast. Aside from this podcast, I also have clients I work with on a one-to-one basis doing life coaching and personal training. I help them with all kinds of challenges, mostly around motivation and around positivity and energy and being the best version of themselves, you know, because it's so much more than just fitness. And I thought it was all about how hard you trained. I used to think about that. I used to think how hard you trained is the result that you get. But actually, it's so much more than that. It's how you apply your mind. It's the way that you focus your energy and your attention. It's your motivation, where it comes from. And a major player in this equation is your positivity. You'll get to know me. You'll get to know that I'm not a woo-woo guy. Like I'm very real and very to the point, but I am also 100% immune to negativity. Like I've built myself up to that level where I can spin things to become a positive like immediately. Rarely do I ever get consumed by negativity. And I think as a young male, I think it's important that I have this calling. It's in my DNA. It's my you know, destiny, if you like, to help people become the best version of themselves. And yeah, okay, that could be helping people to lose weight, get in shape, whatever you want to call it. But actually, just talking about what it takes to be the best version of you, which is to communicate to others in a really positive way and and to listen to that inner voice that drives you to do what you want to do because so many of us are caught up in this hamster wheel of life like just turning up in a job we hate with people we don't really like don't add any value to our lives like counting down the hours until we could eventually be free from that that cage going home vegging out in front of the couch and not really doing anything and I don't know if that's you it might not be but there are a hell of a lot of people out there that live like that but they shouldn't be because it wasn't their life goal it wasn't their dream as a kid growing up what do you want to be when you're older son well I want to go to a job I hate and want to go home and then do nothing no one ever said that and it's because we get caught up in the negative run-of-the-mill stuff and we listen to the part of our brain that wants to keep us safe and secure and just like controlled and in this little kind of untouched safe environment when what we should be doing is listen to our true calling our dna our destiny whatever it is that we get fired up about and my passion my passion aside from fitness motivation positivity is helping people and that's why you're here listening to this podcast right now in today's episode I've already asked on my Facebook page for, th- for some questions and I've chosen three. I'm always going to do that, by the way. I'm going to ask for you to contribute your questions. Facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching. Fire up the questions. I regularly ask. I also ask on Instagram. I'm at Tommy Gentleman. And you can shoot over your questions to me. I will always pick three to address on the Super Self podcast. And I've already done this for this one. So today's all about getting started. That was the topic uh, on the questions. And I've got three awesome questions that I'm going to eat into in this podcast. I really hope that I can serve you with some great value to fire up your fitness, your motivation, and your positivity. Everybody, with great pleasure and great excitement, I would like to formally and officially, I'm like moving around in my seat right now, formally and officially welcome you to episode one of the Super Self Podcast. All 
break. So let's get into these questions. I've picked three questions from my Facebook post uh, that best kind of fit with getting started as the topic here. And there are a number of reasons why um, we start getting into a new kind of healthy living routine or wanting to change our motivation levels and fire ourselves up a little bit. But I'm more interested here in, in actually looking at why we stopped in the first place, because we kind of grew up you know, knowing that we should eat healthy, that we should do exercise. But at some point along the lines, uh, other things get in the way, our priorities change, our confidence towards healthy living, towards becoming the best version of ourselves, our confidence drops, as does our competence. Maybe we're not quite good at it. Maybe we need some help. And so we kind of stop. So I've picked three questions that I think are are probably on people's minds when they want to start. Um, and, And perhaps I can help you to get a head start so that the first part of your surge, your journey, is actually a positive one. So question number one, this comes from Maria on my Facebook page. She said, have you had to deal with an injury before that made you stop all your training until you got better? How did you deal with it? Maria, what a fantastic question, because injuries are one of the reasons why people stop training. Um, And stopping training can really damage your positivity because you end up beating yourself up. You're feeling like you're not doing what you should to look after your body. And ultimately, let's face it, your body starts to go out of condition. And going out of condition is very subjective. Like it's that little extra bit of body fat that you can feel around your waist or it's seeing a photo of yourself and just not you know, liking what you see. And that isn't how we should live. We deserve to be happy. We deserve to feel good about ourselves. So I think having an injury, my take on it is that you should always, 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 always keep going. You should do something differently. That means you should never put your eggs in, all your eggs in one basket. So let's say, for example, like your favorite method of exercise was doing uh, fitness classes, you know, Les Mills fitness classes like body pump, for example, or body attack. Then all of a sudden you weren't able to do a squat, you know, let's say you had a bad hip or a bad knee. And let's face it, there are a lot of squats in workouts and especially those kind of workouts. So... All your eggs are in that basket, which means that you define that class or that thing as the reason that you get results. And if your injury stops you from doing that, you can feel very helpless. You can feel like there's no point when actually there is always a point. If it were me, I would find a way to challenge myself in a different method of training. So, for example, if my legs have had an injury, like I busted up my ankle playing rugby. Um, I was actually out for about three months and it still gives me jip now, you know, it's still tight, it's still sore every now and again, but I had to change my training. I was at a real peak in my fitness at the time and I had to change my training and I decided to focus more on my core. I decided to focus more on my upper body and I just changed the game. Like I moved the goalposts and I found ways to get motivated in different areas of training that I hadn't ever experienced success in as much before. So I honed in on the areas of weaknesses that I could, you know, work with. Because one of the best ways to stay motivated when you train is to actually um, have workouts that give you that positive response every single time you train. That way, you aren't waiting for like every four to six weeks to see a change in your clothing or your body fat percentage, but actually, you're getting positive feedback from every single workout. Like you did an extra squat today, or you lifted an extra two kilograms today, or you did an extra three reps and set four of your lat pull-down today, or you did a press-up on your toes today. Like all those things are positive influences and positive reinforcement that we're doing well. We like that. That keeps us going. That boots our, our motivation. So if you have an injury and you're thinking you want to get stuck in, yeah, okay. 
You might not be able to do everything 100%. Let me tell you, though, no one's ever 100%. Even athletes that are the top level, they've always got slight problems or sorenesses. It's, it's the way it is. But there's always something you can do. Because exercising, even once a week, in a restricted manner, is still better than nothing, my friend. So if that's you, if you're thinking about getting started on something, or if you've got an injury that's stopping you from doing what you really want to do, just keep going with something else until the time comes. You know, Work on your rehabilitation and get stuck into it. So Maria, thank you for that question. It really is a great uh, perspective opener for everybody. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening can resonate with that. Yeah, okay, question number two is this from Steve. Steve, you said, why should I ditch the scales? Whoa, Steve, you just opened up a massive can of worms here. If you're new to me, if you've never kind of listened to me before or come across my stuff, then this is gonna come raw to you right now. I think the scales are a total waste of time. So I kind of say this thing a lot, ditch the scales. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I've put on Facebook and YouTube that better emphasizes this point. But for today, what I want to do is bring it to when you're starting out. You can get that motivation by standing on the scales and seeing numbers that you know aren't raw or organic or in line with what on who you want to be. For example, put it simple terms, you weigh more than you think you should. And that can be the motivation for you to get started. But that motivation is based on pain. It's based on a dissatisfaction of your current state of physical well-being. Now, some people will say that that's not a good thing. I think it's okay as long as you get your shit together eventually. And I'm going to give you a heads up that the, the way that you get that together is you find a positive motivator. Your scales are never going to be a positive motivator. And the reason for that is twofold. The first reason is that they are a completely irrelevant measure of your progress. Your weight is a combined total of your muscle, your bones, your organs, the liquid in your body, and of course, body fat. But out of all those five things, it's only body fat that you ever want to reduce. Body fat is the unnecessary, squeezy, pinchy, section, flabby bit of your body that you want to reduce. That's the bit that lowers confidence. That's the bit that makes you feel down. That's the bit that clings onto your clothes just a little too much. And so that's what we want to reduce. Now, your weight isn't a true representation of your success because the truth is, my friend, you could lose body fat but put on some lean muscle and you'd weigh more. But by definition, you'd succeeded because your body fat had gone down. But by going on the scales, you think you'd failed. And that sucks. That is so bad. So just free yourself from that. My recommendation is that you measure yourself using a tape measure or just the way your clothes look and feel. Be honest and transparent with yourself. Look in the mirror. Take progress photos. If you can get your body fat measured with calipers, then that's a really good way. You can get your PT or a trainer at the gym to do that. Most places do offer that as well. And that gives you good data. The scales are not good data. So ditch the scales. It's time to move on in that way of thinking. So if you're starting out, Don't weigh yourself and don't go in and think, right, I weigh this way and I want to lose X amount of pounds or kilos or stones. Focus on your progress in your gym sessions or your workouts and focus on the way your clothes feel, how how your body actually changes in and out of your clothing, how it looks and feels, because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, when you get your success, you're not going to stand there and talk about weight. What's going to matter to you is how you feel, the difference it makes in your life, how you feel when you wake up in your body. Your only body that you're ever going to have, that one gift that you've got 
to live as the best version of you. It's about the way that you feel, not about what you weigh. So that goes to every single person who's listening to this right now. If you want to call me up on it, man, bring it. Because I'll fight this one until the cows come home. Trust me, I'm so passionate about this message because it's about positive. Positivity is so important in this process and the scales are a negative anchor. Oh, by the way, that's the second point. They are a negative anchor. We are only ever going to feel negative when we go on those scales. We're beating ourselves up every time we do it. So thank you, Steve, for that question. I hope it's helped you and I hope it's helped those guys listening right now. Um, Great job. Well done. All right, and question number three that I have on this topic is from Alex. Alex said, what is the best way to drop body fat whilst also building muscle? Great question, Alex. There's a lot of stuff out there that suggests that you can't do both. You can because both are a byproduct of exercise. When you exercise and you control the energy in versus energy out, which is essentially the calories that you eat and the quality of your food, the quality of those calories versus the energy that you burn and expel, that's the calories, the energy out. When you get that equation right, which is usually about one to 200 calories less than what your body is using and needs, then you will start to drop body fat. Now, building muscle is about treating your muscle with the right positive stress, i.e. doing resistance training. If you're doing compound exercises, so you're doing big muscle moving exercises like squats, presses, big pulling exercises, deadlifts, exercises like that are going to enforce muscle to get stronger. And as it gets stronger, you will start to build lean muscle fibers. Now, listen up. If you're looking at getting leaner, dropping body fat and increasing the amount of muscle fiber that you have, then that can happen at the same time, but it's quite slow in comparison to if you were to hone in on one aspect on its own. So for example, if you were to really kick ass at body fat burning for like two to three weeks, got to the body fat percentage where you felt like you want to sustain and then completely change your focus to building muscle for two to three weeks, you'll find that your progress would be a little quicker within those two domains, those two areas. However, if you just enjoy exercising and you're enjoying the process and you're enjoying what you do, because let's face it, your exercise methods will be different for each one, then you can continue to do what you're doing because your body will change. Your body will start to adapt the more you you give it good stress. And good stress has to fit in that energy equation so that you're not depleted of energy, but it also has to be enough to challenge the muscles so that they can basically learn that they need to rebuild stronger. So to answer your question, Alex, what's the best way to drop body fat whilst also building muscle? A combination of compound muscle utilization, muscle firing exercises at a rep range of, let's say, between five and 10, just to keep it nice and open, uh, three, four, five sets of those big muscle moving exercises, you know, three, three, two or three times a week, combined with some HIIT training, combined with some high rep training for the smaller muscle groups and for kind of honing in on those muscle part, body parts. And just bringing variety into your workouts. And and ultimately, none of that would matter if you were overeating on energy. So controlling that energy intake. Whoa, flip me. I've just told you guys so much information in one shot right there. I appreciate that's a lot to take in, but that's the kind of guy I am. I like to kind of... I like to tell you how it is. I don't like to hold too much back. I like to give you what I think you're kind of going to understand, but also a little bit extra to really cater for whatever level you're at out there. So this is the Super Self 
podcast and I want to give you as much of, of me as possible and I'm going to do this on a weekly basis so keep those questions coming guys and uh, hey well done Alex good stuff mate So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I've really enjoyed recording it for you. The very first episode of the Super Self Podcast. How about that? So look, um, send me your questions. Go to facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching. Try me. Test me out. Come on. Shoot. Or go to Instagram at Tommy Gentleman or go to my website, TommyGentleman.com. I want to hear from you. I want you to connect with me. I'm here to serve you and I can only do that if you reach out. And hey, go across to iTunes and give me a review share this with your friends. Let's get the positivity going. Let's get the motivation going. Let's fire up that fitness and let's get this message out there to as many people as possible because that is my passion. You, I'm grateful for your your attention. I'm grateful for you listening to me right now. I truly am. And the more people that um, I, I get my message out to, the more people I can help, the more that fills me with that you know passion and that that inner meaning. So thank you for listening. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you again soon. Let's kick it to that cool jingle. See you later. Oh yeah, I love it. So get on iTunes, give me a review, and make sure you send me your questions, man. Over now. Did you like that? Was it good? <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping it in. 